how on earth can I keep my crypto safe? This is a question every crypto investor asks. Now, an even bigger question is how do multi-million and billion dollar companies keep their crypto safe? Well, you're about to find out. All right, everybody, welcome to the New Normal Podcast, a podcast where every Tuesday we break down complex crypto topics so that anybody can understand. I am your host, Austin, a.k.a. Mac and Cheesy. <laughs> and alongside me, we have Jesse, the co-founder of the Cryptoon Goons, and he puts the gnosis in gnosis. He puts the gnosis in gnosis. And on today's episode, we are going to break down very quickly or slowly or securely how... You can secure your crypto, how businesses secure their crypto, because this is a big, big, big question mark for a lot of people. And this is important that you do not screw up because, as you know, there is no customer service for crypto. There is nobody you can call and ask for a refund. So this show, this is episode 46. So share it with somebody, send it to somebody. We do this on Tuesdays, folks. So it's Taco Tuesday and then it's New Normal. Taco Tuesday, New Normal. No if ends or buts about it. We're talking crypto security and we're talking billion dollar companies, million dollar companies, hundred thousand dollar companies. We're talking about all of it. Jesse, what is going on? Gnosis in Gnosis. That was uh that was quite an <laughs> intro. I I've definitely been cooking up some kind of dad joke over here. Like, <laughs> like, are you willing to take risks? Yes or gnosis? <laughs> Uh, my, well, my 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 um, I, it was originally supposed to be you put the sis in no sis, but then, <laughs> but I then yeah, well, so we it yeah. was the rapid what did it for me? It was a rapid for me. Yeah, well, we love we love the gnosis wallet, the gnosis safe. It is it is actually just a a beautiful beautiful tool. Um, yeah, they're you gotta love good to products. Use. You gotta love good products. And it's well done, yeah. Your... The UI, it's nice. It's just a good app built on chain with a nice little UI on top of it. It's 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 great. Before we dive into this, why should anybody care about this? Yeah, so why you should care is it's hard to keep crypto safe, um, especially if you, as a company, have a lot of a lot of it, right? If you're if you're a decentralized focused company where a lot of what you're doing is is you're collecting fees in ethereum if your looks rare if you're whoever out there you you have millions of dollars of ethereum laying around and and to the thought of keeping that on one single person in the company's wallet who could just say you know what we're good better off just <laughs> trying to make a run for it we're good. no no we're good we're going we're good I don't think I want to work here anymore. I'm just going to take the wallet and hope they never oh, find oh, me. Oh, you want me to stay overtime? We're good. We're good. I'm gone. And it's gone. And, and it's, gone. it's gone. So clearly you don't want that. You you want some resiliency. And yeah. this and you can also use this for your personal too, right? There's there's ways to actually leverage um this type of technology uh to make your yeah, your like you have a partner, a spouse if you want to um best friend uh <laughs> whoever uh if you want to pool your your crypto together with someone um a family member even 
you could use a Gnosis safe with them. And so that, that would kind of protect you about it. And uh, we'll get into why it actually helps you. So what, what, what is, what is going on here? What is a multi-signature wallet, which is what, uh, the big G leverages. Yeah. Yeah. So Gnosis safe is a multi-signature wallet. And so what is a multi-signature wallet? It is a crypto wallet, much like your MetaMask or, or Coinbase wallet. But instead of being owned by just one person, it's owned by many people. And what does that mean? So in order to actually execute transactions, meaning like move Ethereum out of that wallet, like spend Ethereum from that wallet, you can't just operate by yourself. You have to get approval from the other owners of the wallet. And so a typical setup you'll see is that like the most basic setup, you'll have maybe three owners of a wallet, of a, of a, a multi-signature wallet. And to, to uh, execute a transaction, at least two of those three need to approve the transaction. And once they approve, then you're good to go. Not bad. So it's like, hey, whereas a normal wallet, if you've interacted with, you can just do whatever you want. There's, there's So if you're... <laughs> that that's you doing whatever you want that's bing bing binging that's you aping into an nft that becomes worthless in two months um or it's you aping into something that 100x is now the bing 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 can have some risks associated with it so just run through real quick like what are these benefits because there, you know it, it is a little extra overhead right there is some being not able to bing 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 means maybe you're going to be slowed down a little bit and now you so what are some of the benefits as i as i always like to say my college professor taught me there is no free lunch there's always trade-offs um and so yeah some of the benefits are that there's no single point of failure right so if let's say you need your building a company and there's two of you or you want to collect some nfts together and there's two of you or three of you, um, instead of storing all the money in one person's wallet, where if they do something stupid and compromise their wallet, that could be all the funding you put together, all the money you collected. Poof. See ya. Goodbye. Gone. It was never there. Um, it could be gone. And so using a multi-signature wallet, that can't happen because you have to have at least two people approving that transaction. And... So this gives you a no single point of failure. And then the second um, benefit is it's kind of similar, but a little different, which is you're just decentralizing the ownership of that money. So instead of relying on trust where someone you, you have a group of people who own money collectively, instead of trusting one person to just be a good person and not take off and run away with it, <laughs> you rely on a multi-signature wallet, which is smart contracts, which is the blockchain, which is trustless money. And we own that money together using code to, to help us kind of govern, collectively govern and own that money. It's pretty amazing. It's there. And there's, you can do two of three. So we're saying of these signatures, right? Imagine you had a, a safe and you just needed you needed people to provide their secret word. And if two of the three secret words were provided, you're good to go. You can have three of four. You can have three of three. You can have five of nine. You know, you can see how these things go up. 
Yeah. More but like decentralized. Those, those are physical world, right? Where you'd have to be co-located in the same place to do that, right? The beauty of this is it's all done digitally through no centralized organization. You're not relying on some bank or some other, like you're relying on the blockchain. Through no system. Oh. Through no system. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> There's um, a dad yeah, joke. you're not relying on this central authority to, to kind of, um, yeah, make sure that the X amount of people signed off, right? It's done through code on the blockchain, which is owned by nobody um which is just really cool like way to like collectively own money together it is pretty amazing and this is this is and also if you're like i'm never going to have a gnosis safe this also can go for your your coinbase um it's a little bit different but they have multi-sig safes in coinbase where you can have somebody else have to approve of it whether it's via email it's a little bit less crypto native but this idea of having a multi-signature is just a way to secure funds. And in crypto, where there's no rebate, there's no refund, uh, having this in place for if you have a lo- large sums of money isn't the worst idea. Um, and there, there's different ways to do it. So now, how exactly does it work? Yeah, so um, as, as Austin mentioned, Mac and Cheesy mentioned there, there are different implementations of multi-signature wallets. Coinbase has one. Gnosis has one. There, there are other ones out there. Even Bitcoin. The bit, there are Bitcoin multi-signature wallets as well. Um, this isn't something that's special or specific to Ethereum. Um, but the way uh, Gnosis works, and I assume a lot of them work, is basically you you use Gnosis to connect to whatever app you want to do, or if you want to send some Ethereum, the app lets you kind of do it inside of Gnosis. Say, I want to send five Ethereum from our account to Mac and Cheesy, okay? I type in Mac and Cheesy's address, I click send, and that goes into what's called an appending queue. where now it needs to be approved by the X amount of other people who uh, are on the the wallet. So if we have uh, three owners and we require at least two people to sign off, okay, well, I've been the fir- I'm the first person to sign off because I started the transaction. And now we need one of the other two owners to come in into the app, look in the pending queue. There's a nice little like section in the in the in the website and find that pending transaction and just click boop, approve. Boop. And now um, it's ready to go. Uh, and it's kind of just that easy. And so now you if the if the transaction requires money to be spent, like gas fee or something, then that that needs to be executed by somebody. Uh, but if it was just like um, signing a message, then boom, it's already done. It's, it's pretty amazing. Can you if you're part of the safe, you can send money to yourself. If yeah. I'm an approver. You could try to send money to yourself, but you're at least another person would have to approve that with you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I, point being, if you're part of the safe, you can also receive money from it. It's basically like a bank account and you're just one of the. Yeah, it's a completely separate. It, yeah. Just because you're you're one of the owners, your, your personal wallet is sort of like you use that to interact with it. The 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 safe itself is its own wallet and own entity uh that does the safe withdrawn have its, from does the safe have its own private keys 
it's a smart contract actually that um there it, it's just a smart contract and the money is stored inside of the smart contract so it's not what's called an and an eoa and uh and uh, i forget what that stands for but basically it's not an end users like wallet address oh so we're basically just interacting with the smart contract the same way if you were a developer interacting with a, a nft smart contract exactly we're we're storing code. Uh, sorry, we're storing Ethereum into a smart contract, and then code that's written in there is what's helping organize and orchestrate that the fact that there's three of us owning it, and that we need to approve it, and things like that. It's so amazing! It's just code. <laughs> it's so dope. And now, uh, this is my last in the weeds question. Um, in the smart contract, what it, it stores like a hash of your like private key like like no, how no. does it know? just has our our public address like so me and you we each have our ethereum wallet addresses it'll just store that in there plus maybe the third person and so the three people's wallet addresses are stored in the smart contract and so the and then our signature maybe the list owners right and it knows that it has two of three of those owners and then bing bing boom and then okay and then i your private sending... key is oh isn't is stored at your end when you said hash of private key, that's really actually just your wallet address. Effectively, what a public key is, is kind of a, a proxy for your private key. There you go. There you have it. That's, that is the weeds of our technical conversation for this episode. Um, so if, you're, if I have a ton of JPEGs, I'm a JPEG merchant. We were just saying smart contracts. We were saying, we were saying a, a bunch of gibberish for a lot of the non-technical listeners can I have my JPEG? <laughs> yeah, you can. In fact, if you like are not, if you're not uh, the only degenerate, you know, and you have a few friends who want to be degenerates <laughs> and buy JPEGs together. Ooh. Um, or, and what's really beneficial of this is we've seen a big shift in the NFT market, right? Where the top end of the market is where a lot of the money is flowing. You know, your Azuki's, your Yuga Labs, Board Apes, your Doodles, your, you know, XYZ, uh, Moonbirds, right? These are the things that are, have been doing well. And for a lot of people, these are way out of their price range, right? Like a 30 ETH Moonbird is like, what? I got to pay 30 ETH for a little pixel like thingy. But if you got 10 friends together, you get 20 friends together. Okay, now that Moonbird's only three ETH, one and a half ETH. You know, you really can cut down on that price. And so the way you could go about doing this is using a, a Gnosis safe where you all pull your Ethereum together. You say, okay, we're each, there's 30 of us. We're each going to put one ETH into the Gnosis safe. And we'll, we have to figure out how many people we need to make decisions here. But we, you kind of maybe write up a little constitution uh, for our group, you know, a little bit of uh, there you go. the rules, the rights or whatever, just to kind of, you know, help us govern. You know, um, we trust each other, but we need, you know, some some stuff. And yeah, so then we go out and buy that Moonbird with our ETH. And we, so someone executes the transaction to buy the NFT on OpenSea and then seven of us seven more of us have to come in and approve it or 10 more of us have to come in and approve it we all go in there and approve we like that one we got to be quick it might get sniped off the open <laughs> off the mm -hmm. secondary market if we're not quick enough so we got to move quickly here and boom 
We're now 30 owners of a Moonbird. Um, it's now, pretty awesome. We could never have afforded on our own. Either this is a product, either it's going to be built as a product. I'm curious now because you can anticipate in this NFT scenario, right? The moon merge goes to 100 ETH. Some people want to sell. Some people want to hold. Uh, is there a way to write in that in this Gnosis safe, like list on OpenSea if, uh, if floor price greater than 100 ETH? Because that could be a pretty, like... Yeah. Save yourself from yourself. Yeah. So I, they don't have that like one specifically, but you do have Gnosis does have apps um, like a little like app market, I think, where um, you can build, you know, build stuff and offer stuff to people. Um, I think they have one for like helping you airdrop um, money from the safe to other people. Uh, they, there's some different tools out there. Um, and so, oh, so they have like their own like software type. Thing. Yeah, there's like a little bit ecosystem. of a developer community around building plugins to Gnosis. Interesting. Um, we got to yeah, figure out some plugins. These are, these are money Legos. We can build on top of them and use like now that do things. See, this is like the world. This is the fun world like that. Um, you know, that's the, that's the yeah. MRR. Yeah, all that's, you have to do is that's write, selling I mean, software. It's not a necessarily simple code, but all you have to do is write a code that could interact with OpenSea and, you know, monitoring the pro the floor price, that would be a little, you know, have to do that off chain. But once you read that, then yeah, you could execute on chain. All right, there you go. There you have it. There you have it. If you're listening, go make it, and we and we'll we'll gladly take fifty percent. Um, and I think okay, actually so there are there are companies out there. Uh, I forget the name of it. Um, building better tools that that are built on top of Gnosis. So like Gnosis is smart contracts. Building better UIs and tools that help NFT collectors manage NFTs and buy NFTs as a group together. Because Gnosis is more of like a general purpose like multi signature mm -hmm. tool. Um, and so I think people are working on building more specialized like NFT tools on top of it so that you as a collector can have a better NFT experience. Mm -hmm. But you can see the value here of being able to pool funds and make like little, little community, like this is the benefit of crypto that you can, yeah. you can raise capital together. You, just easy. You could have your, uh, fantasy football league. You could start a Gnosis safe. It really should be like just what should yeah. be. you could invest the money throughout the season if you wanted. <laughs> now that's what that I mean. I always liked being the commissioner of a fantasy football league because let's oh, say it was a hundred dollar buy-in. Oh, you got you got twelve hundred dollars capital to play with for three months, four months. You kidding me? I, I <laughs> just don't lose <laughs> it. Yeah, give me that money and we'll make we'll triple it. And and you know I play for free. It's a it's a free zero percent interest loan. I'll I actually I'm gonna just. The 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 treasurer the 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 head of treasury uh, for our um, my fantasy football league traditionally always puts the money into Bitcoin and has done very well <laughs> by the end of the season. <laughs> it's a zero percent interest loan. I might just start like being a commissioner of like leagues across. Like I'm a commissioner of a thousand leagues. I, I just gotta. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I'm making I'm making twenty dollars a month to commission a thousand leagues. What are you doing? Is your money working for you? Uh, how can companies use this, this this technology? Yeah, so when you're not an NFT degenerate um, and you're a company, um, not mutually actually, exclusive. 
there are lots of benefits. Um, other, you know, we outlined some of the basic ones, right? Storing the money in a way that not one person can run off and steal it, or one person accidentally types their their recovery seed phrase into a, a bad site. <laughs> Don't do that. Never <laughs> um, do it anywhere ever. Gives away all the company funds. Um, so that those are your most basic use cases, but there there are more beyond that, and so. Let's say you have employees and you pay them in Ethereum, right? Uh, monthly salary, uh, contract-based, whatever. There are tools that and plugins that build on, I think, on, on top of Gnosis that help you kind of automate the distribution of these things and and really kind of help you do, do payroll. Um, and, and using Gnosis, though, as the kind of the, the baseline for that, because again, you want to start from a level of safety and you want to have all your funds that you're paying employees with on, you know, not in one person's wallet. Um, other uses are you can have, once you deploy a smart contract, uh, maybe like your NFT smart contract, you can actually transfer the ownership of the smart contract over to a Gnosis safe. And so one of the worst things that could happen to an NFT contract that nobody talks about is if someone was to gain, gain control over the private keys uh, and the recovery phrase of the of the deployer of a smart contract, you now can just do it. I mean, you can kind of do some bad things that 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 code and to that those NFTs. You can basically change the art. You can you can kind of be really chaotic. You couldn't really steal money so easily if it's already launched and minted and everything. But if it hasn't minted, oh my God, you could really do some bad stuff. Um, so transferring a smart contract to a, a multi-signature wallet, also a very smart thing to do. Um, so that again, in the company, you know, we're, we're running looks rare. We're running sushi. We're running multi-million mm -hmm. dollar uh decentralized apps we probably should have our smart contracts owned by not a single de developer on the team <laughs> and we actually we uh we did a little we, we played around with this last night yeah we did and it's actually really cool gnosis supports testnet so it, you can kind of figure out your whole setup that you want to do and really get practice and and kind of learn how to use these these complex tools without spending gas fees on ethereum which i know can be kind of a hesitation for folks um uh which was that yeah, that was so that was pretty cool we, we got to like test out uh how we wanted to set it up and we were working with another company and yeah pretty nice it's fun it's fun getting the hands dirty a little bit with uh and for those listening the testnet think of it as like uh, your playground for ethereum ethereum is basically it's a a, a world of code that code had to be tested like people didn't say, oh, oh, we're doing it. We're doing it. We'll test it there. Like we're we doing talk live. about practice. <laughs> this is your practice world. So you you go from there and then the same way. Yeah, you, you have your basketball practice and it's game time. That's not the first time you shot a foul shot. No, it's it's the same. It tries to emulate the same ecosystem. Rink me if you're listening, step it up. Because you're you, rink B, you got to step it up. You're on my shit list, rink B. <laughs> rink B. There's few. B, yesterday was funny. Jesse was talking about it, but without getting into the details, um, we were doing like a little demo, and rink B shat the bed, and we had known it because we were developing another project earlier that day, and like it was just funny because we knew 
it was one of those cases where you're like, it's not our fault, but it was actually not our fault. Like it was, it yeah. was like, it was like, it wasn't our fault. We were like two of maybe like a hundred people in the world, 50 people in the world who knew <laughs> why it wasn't working. <laughs> yeah. We were like, it's, it's gone. It's gone. It's up. It's up. We're good. <laughs> Yeah, it, it Ethereum was test networks are not the most reliable. Um, Ethereum, very reliable, always up. Their test networks, dog shit. <laughs> why are why is that? Like what? Yeah, I don't know. They're just probably not a lot of resources behind it. I I think Rink B also is like one that is just kind of going out of style. Like not, I don't think that's a very well supported one. We use it only because of OpenSea and a couple other apps. Um, have their test things up on it but i think like rob sten and go go early are two of the other ones those are, <laughs> those are bigger players names, by the way those are those are the players in the ecosystem we got covan rob sten go i early. see them i see them on the metamask i see you guys but i'm a rink b maxi <laughs> unfortunately but they're losing me they're slowly losing me yeah what's in it for rink b I guess this conversation, like, I'm sure. They yeah, I don't know. Somewhere. I actually don't know a lot about how they operate the test nets, who's behind the, I, I don't I actually haven't really learned a lot about that. Well, that'll be an episode for another day. Yeah. Should we do an episode on that? Yeah, that could be fun. Um, um, so, yeah, I mean, this whole, th it's, it's pretty amazing because you're operating your, and this is how things like DAOs operate. Um, this is how these businesses, right? If you're like, oh, they're a DAO, but why did they, somebody can just the dev could just steal the money? Well, there's code that literally lets makes it so that the dev can't steal the money, and you mm -hmm. protect yourself from yourself. Yeah, and what's really cool too is, um, you know, this costs money to do like gas fee wise, but some DAOs will actually when you write up a proposal for your your DAO proposal um, vote. Some people literally write code that goes along with the proposal. And if the proposal passes and, and is uh, voted a yes, the code will execute. And that code will then interact with Gnosis to spend the money and do something or, you know, whatever. All on chain. All on chain. These nerds, man. And I say nerds as a term of endearment because myself, I'm a nerd. I yep. think I'm... I'm I have, I have, I think I have the nerd, uh, the nerd badge. Do I have yeah. the nerd badge? I feel like Jesse, you can give me a nerd badge if I. Oh, badge. Badge given. Nerd is a term of endearment in in the crypto space. That's oh, like, yeah. like if you're if you're called a nerd, you just like, yep, you got that right. It's it is beautiful. Whereas like in the traditional finance, the nerd was kind of you know pushed off not anymore folks. back office yeah <laughs> hidden in the not back. any not anymore uh, anything we might have missed on this i know this is kind of like this is this is something that I, I think is critical but it really it's multi-sig it's having it's having an ability to protect yourself from yourself um it's having a way to build a community this is and if you think this is obvious it isn't this is one of the first questions almost all of our clients ask us they're like where do we store the money and we're like this is where and then that's that it's really it's like but nobody really knows this nobody really knows this nobody really has this say 
That's a wrap, folks. That's yep. a wrap. <laughs> All right. That's a wrap. This is the new normal. Every single Tuesday, we do this. We break down complex crypto topics. This one, we talked about the Gnosis. Remember, Jesse puts the sis in Gnosis. <laughs> and if you got this far, I think you would love to be part of the Incubator community, which is linked in the description below. It's an entirely free Discord community. We have a team, a group, a community of engineers of goal accountability partners, of people looking to grow in the digital space. It is for you. If you like this, if you got through this for the Gnosis safe and you're like, whoa, this is cool, go join that and we'll see you in there. That goes for every nerd listening. But as always, we'll see you next Tuesday and let's keep it moving, folks. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep building. And we'll see you later. Peace out. I'm walking around in the circle of life